Really excited to be here for Will Wit Live episode 20. 20 episodes of Will Wit Live. That's a milestone. 20 is a milestone. That's a that's a fifth of 100 episodes. We're going to wait for people to join real quick before we get into the the meat of what today is about. Today is going to be a very successful episode. I can feel it. Taylor can feel it. He's here too as well. I think we probably have a good size audience at this point. So I'm going to start with talking about what we're talking about today. First things first that we're going to be going off on today is the riots in Philadelphia. Some people will say they're peaceful protests. We're going to get into that, but they are riots because of a police shooting that happened in Philadelphia. Secondly, we're going to be talking about Scholastic. You guys know Scholastic. It's the the book publisher and puts out educational materials for teachers. My sister's a teacher, so this is pretty personal to me. We're going to be talking about the absolute bias that they have, which you guys will see is absolutely shocking. And then we're going to talk about abortion, and we're going to get into all these things. So I'm super pumped. Today, I'm deciding not to do a countdown. Taylor is going to handle my phone and post the Instagram story on my phone, which I'm scared to give Taylor control of anything like that, but it's going to be fine. And let's just get right into it. First things first, okay? I hear a lot of people talking about this. They come around, they say, Will, these are riots. These are people destroying their own cities. They're burning down buildings and hurting people. And I say, listen, I got it from someone who is on the scene, actually, who told me the truth about this, that these are peaceful. My my correspondent actually sent me a video on the scene that I want you guys to watch now, and you will you will be shown that these are peaceful protests, okay? Just watch, watch this. Hello, everyone. This is Will Witt with Mainstream News. Had a very peaceful protest today. I just want to remind you guys that this is a peaceful event. They are peacefully looting and peacefully destroying the store. It's fiery, but mostly peaceful. Just remember, these people are really involved with justice in this community. Obviously, it's very peaceful. We have nothing to worry about. What did I tell you guys? It's completely peaceful. Will Witt on the scene said said so, and that is exactly right. Okay? You guys appreciate my facial hair today? Goatee and mustache. I know we're probably already getting comments about it, talking crap about how I look, but I know I look good. Holy stash. Holy Hol- stash. Holy said. stash. Yeah, I look sexy. I know I look sexy. Look at that. I'm like Jack Sparrow mixed with, I don't know, someone who's not allowed within 500 feet of a school. So that's Leo a Fox that's a, says sick mustache. Yeah, there's some thank you. Nice mustache. Thank they're, you, guys. They're coming in. They're coming in hot. I want to show you. That was obviously a joke by me, that video of showing that these are peaceful protests because of how ridiculous. I mean, the governor of Pennsylvania just came out on footage. He was on the news and he said, yeah, these are peaceful protests and hopefully they don't come into anything more. And this was after these riots in Philadelphia have taken place. So if you guys didn't know the story about what has happened, a man, Walter Wallace Jr., was shot by police because he was running at them. This was a black guy. He was running at police with a knife. Okay, this guy had mental illnesses and he was trying to basically intentionally commit murder. I mean, he was trying to commit murder on these police officers, trying to kill them, what it would seem like. And that's at least to the best of the knowledge that we have so far from eyewitness reports and the police, everything like that. This is what this man was trying to do. Police officers are two white guys. The guy is black. And so, of course, when you hear that, that a black man gets shot by the police, it's going to turn into a huge, huge deal in these communities. We talked about this weeks ago. I mean, I feel like I'm repeating myself with some of this stuff that happened with one of the other protests because these people don't look at the facts. They just say, okay, here we go. 
black man was shot by police it must be because of racism and now we're going to go and destroy our city loot and riot and hurt people and kill people we're right now in philadelphia we have seen 30 police officers have been hurt during these riots 30 police officers that's a horrible thing 11 people were shot already one of those people who were being shot was a 15 year old girl a 15-year-old girl getting caught in the crossfires and these riots and looting. Think about the amount of people who got hurt by these. I mean, th more than 30 businesses have been destroyed by this. The amount of people who get hurt and destroyed in these riots and looting is far worse than what has happened taking down a criminal who is coming at police officers with a knife and a mental illness trying to hurt them. Listen, and I am like... I get he, this guy had a criminal record as well. I understand why some people don't like, oh, he had a criminal record, so it's okay to shoot him. That should never be the case. That doesn't matter. But this person was legitimately committing a crime at the moment when he got shot. He was coming at police officers with a knife. This is all the information that we have now. This is uh, what they are telling us now, that the he's coming at police officers with a knife. What, as a police officer, are you supposed to do in that situation? I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Someone is trying to kill you. You are, we give you a police officer the responsibility in these communities to make these kind of high risk decisions and to try and protect our communities. Of course, we all wish that there was a way to just, you know, maybe shoot this guy in the leg or something like that or some other way to stop him. But when someone is coming at you with a knife, what would you do in that situation, right? Someone sporadically crazy coming at you with a knife, what would you do? This is a, an answer to the leftist. What would you try and do? Especially, let's say you're someone who's not a very good shot or whatever it is. What would you do? Of course, the best defense is for you to try and take down this person by any means necessary so that they don't kill you. So I want to show some of the video, um, actual protest stuff from Philadelphia. Because I kind of want to break down. Just, just watch this. Okay, this is outside of a Walmart in Philadelphia. These people are going in and looting the store, this Walmart. And this is happening in multiple stores, not just this Walmart. This is happening all across the city. And then there was another Antifa thing in the city as well. But they're looting the store, destroying it. I mean, what does... Look at those TVs. They're stealing TVs. What does stealing a TV from Walmart have to do with racial justice? These people are using these police shootings, which, of course, it's unfortunate that this guy died. I get that. If you want to go out and protest or have actual things that you want to talk about when it comes to police, I'm here for it. I will hear you out, okay? But when you are using rioting and looting as an excuse because of racial just because of racial injustice, you're saying there are all these racial injustices and we need to fix things. And then you're going and rioting and looting, it, it makes no sense. But they use it as a justification. They say, someone just died. Now we have to go riot and loot these stores. And the left covers for them, which I think is the craziest part, that the left covers for these people. They cover for them and call it peaceful and don't actually call out what's going on in their cities because they don't want to look bad. They don't want to look bad and they don't want to not virtue signal. Here's another video of, look at this. This was a grocery store. Family dollar it was. Wow. Absolutely insane. 
insane how people can just go and destroy their own city. And then here's one more video that we'll go over and show you guys. Just to see the aftermath. I just want you to guys to realize this. Because the left continues to tell you that these things aren't happening. They say, these are peaceful protests. They say, things aren't really happening in these cities. It's all a lie by the left. This is happening. There is clear video evidence of this stuff happening all over the country. Not just in Philly, but with other riots and other looting that has happened before. I did an interview with Elijah Schaefer. You guys know Elijah Schaefer is slightly offensive. A uh, good friend of mine. Good friend of mine for a long time. Back when I was first starting out here in Los Angeles, uh, he was also starting out here in Los Angeles. And we ended up actually, we didn't know it, but we lived close to each other near the Hollywood Boulevard. And so him and I would hang out a lot. He's a great guy, and he actually was on the scene there in Philadelphia, and some people assaulted him. He got jumped by, I think he said, six dudes who came and assaulted him. They busted up his lip, and I did an interview with him on the scene that you guys are going to see now. Hope you enjoy. Let's do it. Yo, what's up, guys? We're here with Elijah Schaefer, slightly offensive with a busted face. What's up, man? Can you, you know, can you zoom in on your face? Yeah, I can zoom. I can zoom in here. You know what's up? My uh, upper left lip—it's stuck in the up position. That's disgusting. That sucks. You still, <laughs> you still look great, by the way. Look at this. It's so nasty. It's really gross. <laughs> it's really sick. For all, everyone gets a good look at that. That's what we came to see. It's just your your medical issues. But we would yeah, love to know why that happened. You are in Philadelphia right now. Yeah, I'm in Philadelphia actually by a busted, uh, you can see this is a busted ATM machine where you can see down into the, um, the safe and to kind of let you know the sort of general IQ and people in the area, the people over here, if you turn around with me, they're fixing the, the, the bank. They said that people are coming up to this ATM and they're still trying to use it and they're getting their cards stuck in it. But let's look at that ATM for a second. People are using this ATM and trying to get money out. That's the, that's the neighborhood we're currently in. That kind of explains a lot. Wait, do people like <laughs> steal money out of the ATM? Can you do that? Oh yeah, that people, would... so, people all the time. Uh, Will, people still, so people were breaking into Dollar General, I mean Dollar Tree, they were breaking into Five Below, which is known for $5 and under items, meaning people could have looted um, there's a Lowe's here, which has refrigerators and smart washers and dryers, and they chose to steal off-brand toilet paper. That's pretty bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of hipster a little bit. Tell me, uh, tell me about why this is happening, Why, what you've seen. You've been out on the field, and you've been talking to these people, or at least seeing what they've been chanting and such. What are they saying is the main reason? It started with a police shooting that happened. On that side. Let's started go. With... Let's, I want to I I talk to you through a broken-out sign. In, uh, okay. They broke out the signs at Sonic, and I just thought this continue. Sorry about that. So wh why are, what are they saying? What are they saying is the main reason behind this protesting, rioting, looting? What, are, what is the main justification for this? So basically there was a man named Walter Wallace Jr. Uh, who they say was a father and was mentally ill. Uh, he, he charged at two white police officers. He was black. And um, he charged at them with a knife, and they shot him allegedly between 10 to 14 times, depending on your source. And what they're saying is that when a man charges at you with a knife who's mentally ill, you should let him do so and you should not shoot him. That if someone's mentally ill, uh, they're not dangerous and that, that this was unwarranted uh, specifically. And then they went, well, then what we're going to do is we're going to just go ahead and steal uh, whatever we can. That's, they're gonna, that's, what, that's basically what they did. They just started burning and stealing and doing whatever because uh, a mentally ill man charged the police.
with an eye. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we're, I'm in LA. You used to be in LA, but I'm here now still. And the Dodgers won the World Series last night. Go Dodgers. But it's like people go out there and they're shooting guns and they're destroying their city. I think there's like a, a new culture in America where it's no matter what happens, it doesn't matter like if it's a good thing or a bad thing, people feel like they can just get away with rioting and looting and it's no big deal anymore. Yeah, no, and that's, that's what's become. So, you know, it used to be the narrative where you would say, oh, uh, there was an unarmed black man who was killed by white police officers. So we're angry. So we're going to what? We're going to riot. Now it's become any police involved shooting of a black person, even if they were armed, even if they were aggressive, even if they were told to put the weapon down, that this is the new narrative they're saying, but they're mentally ill. And I have to say this, I agree. Anyone who charges the police who have their guns drawn with a knife is either just dangerous or mentally ill. But mentally ill people kill people. A lot of murders involve people. I think if you're gonna murder someone and you're gonna commit a homicide or you're gonna brutally assault someone, I believe that you probably are mentally ill. That doesn't mean that the police officers should risk their lives I'm spitting. I can't close my lips, so I keep drooling. Um, <laughs> so just, I, I, my coffee fell out of my mouth today. But I was gonna say that you know this, this, this narrative that 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 black individuals can do no wrong. That even if they're mentally ill with a knife, that you know an officer should risk his life and not go back home to his family possibly just to try to take a gamble or risk. I tell people, why don't you go into that situation? Why don't you check it out? Because none of these riots, nothing here. You think people breaking into Five Below? jumping me, punching me in the face, care about Walter Wallace Jr. getting shot? Of course not. They just wanted free stuff and they're using, people use tragic and horrific events as justification to commit their crimes and to spread chaos in the country and I'm sick of it. It's incredibly selfish and it's like the same thing when you remember that Texas church shooter that happened months and months ago, I think almost a year ago in 2019, where people are like, they shot the guy because he was coming in to commit a mass murder in this church and they're like, well, he could have shot him in the leg or anything like that. It's like, you don't know what it's like to be in one of these situations where it's incredibly high pressure and there's someone who is literally trying to murder you. They want to kill you. Like that is what we are giving these people the, the tools to do, police officers. We put them in these positions to keep us safe and give them a certain degree of responsibility but it seems like they don't care about that at all and it's just like anyone who's black and gets killed by police or anything like that is is the police officers are always just evil in that circumstance yeah it's it's, it's a false narrative that essentially it all comes from this this social project of the oppressed and the oppressor and you know they look at law enforcement and people who who uphold western civil civil uh, values Sorry, some words are very hard to say civil when you can't use your lip. But, uh, you know, they, they want to take them out. So they look at them as, as impeding this social revolution that they want it to take place in our country. And they're enforcing things like, you know, consequences for violence, for looting. And the people that are trying to, to re-radicalize re and change this country, they need the police to back down, to stand down. And in most cities, uh, they've successfully gotten politicians in place to force the officers like last night to stand down and let the chaos happen but because a lot of cities are still run well and police still do their jobs like in los angeles that los angeles has run well but the police do their jobs very well in los angeles the whole movement to defund the police overall is a way to undercut undercut the, the the police institutions and undersell them so that they don't have the right funding so that chaos is forced to happen and can happen and can breed. And this is what they want is, is in a complete civil unrest in this country and infighting. And they're pretty, pretty, pretty successful at it. 
You want to take us to where you got beat up specifically and what happened with yeah. that? Yeah. So this is the inside um, <laughs> scoop, everyone. Look at what we're getting. Yeah, this You're is amazing. the inside. On this the scene. The ins- this is the first on the scene of this, too. Uh, so this is Five Below. Uh, it's hot stuff, cool prices. They didn't even pay me for this ad, Will. They didn't even pay me. But, you know, this is a very interesting place because um, not only can you get some items that you regret buying and just go, I should have went to Walmart. Too bad not this Walmart because it's completely gutted or <laughs> really any store in the area. But uh, this place right here that's now completely boarded up from, from if you see this, this wood over here, uh, they've, they've covered it completely. But people busted in this store and it was already boarded up, but they still broke in and they were stealing things that you know you need like cheap Chinese imported umbrellas. I saw one guy with a uh, AC powered battery plastic alarm clock. God knows that what we need in 2020 that we can't have access to is alarm clocks. And I'm really glad people were able to get access. And apparently it wasn't just alarm clocks that people were trying to, to, to take. It was also my, uh, my well-being as they, you know, it's about six guys jumped me inside of here and they sort of, you know, without provocation, used racial slurs, called me a white supremacist, and they attacked me here just because I believe that I was a white person filming because uh, there were a lot of uh, other Hispanic uh, journalists, Savannah Hernandez, Julio Rosas, George Ventura, amazing people filming right next to me, but the people they attacked were myself and a journalist named James Klug, who are both white males. And that paired with the racial slurs, the accusations of being white supremacists, shows you the hostility and the racial divisions that are taking place, and unfortunately, you know, I didn't get out unscathed, but fortunate enough, other people were shot last night, including a 15-year-old girl. Uh, and they also found a car full of, of small arms that they confiscated. So I, I'm glad to say that all I got was about a dozen hard punches and kicks to my body. But that's nothing different than what I'm used to hanging out with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm always beating up on Elijah. Is there anything, I, I, I just want to end with this, that the main narrative that's going around, I mean, it's a kind of a meme right now with conservatives calling these things mostly peaceful protests. But I mean, I've been watching leftists online on YouTube and looking at Twitter and all these kind of things. None of them are addressing it. And all of them are saying that really these are peaceful. They're saying that these are peaceful protests and nothing bad is really happening. And these people are just upset over their civil rights being taken away. So you being there on the scene and not just this event, but other different protests across the country, different riots, I should really call them. Are you seeing that what the left is saying about these types of things is completely wrong? And you are seeing violence in all of these places you go? It's intentional deception. They are children of the lie. And uh, like the governor who said that these were peaceful protests, they know they're not. Um, the New York Times today said that we, the right-wing media, is, you know, trying to hyper-focus and, and over-focus on the violence. And I, my answer to them is this, you know, do you think, does this look, my face, like the actions of peaceful people? When I was not provoking people, do, do you think peaceful people and a peaceful protest requires buildings to be boarded up using cinder blocks? They're even, they're getting desperate. They're putting concrete cinder blocks in front of doors. Businesses just trying to stay afloat. One business over here, they just, they were looted in May. And they just restocked three weeks ago and reopened and were completely destroyed. Now they have to shut down the business. I mean, people are suffering. They're hurting and they're being failed by their leaders. And they're, they're witnessing the terror, the chaos, and the violence that, and that often is taking not only their, their livelihoods, but their safety and even sometimes their lives. And the politicians have failed us by being complicit with Hollywood and the media, trying to paint a picture like these are just people crying about the the, the injustices that have come to them. And yes, many injustices have existed in this country, but you never have the right to just destroy private property, shoot people in the streets, including minors, and attack journalists just because you're mad. 
And that's the important thing is that we should, we should endorse solutions to the injustices. We should endorse solutions to the anger and the problems, but not more problems. Well, they feel like they can get away with it. And obviously they are. I mean, people beat you up and they're getting away with it. I mean, are those people getting apprehended by law Never. enforcement now? For be- of course not, right? These things are just happening and they're able to just rummage around the streets and destroy things. And that's why these ideologies need to be corrected. They need to be taken care of. And people need to realize that these things of being a victim, of feeling like the world owes you something, and that if they don't give it to you, you have the right to destroy it, is toxic, it's dangerous. And it's, it, and it's created such a catastrophic atmosphere and environment in the greatest country of the world. And that's why we need people like Craig or you like your show and people who listen to this podcast to realize that you watching this, listening to this, being informed, you know more than 99% of Americans because you're actually getting the truth. And that's what you got to keep listening. You got to support Prager. You got to donate. You got to do whatever you can. Spread awareness if you're young and you don't have money, but you've got to continue to keep these ideas alive so the truth can get out because the truth sets you free. That was the best plug for my show I could ask for. And I didn't even ask him to do that, guys. I promise you. He, he did that out of his own goodness of his heart. Maybe they hit your head a little too it hard, was, Elijah. It was paid for. <laughs> no, it was, it was paid for by Five Below. <laughs> that was paid, Five Below. That was Five there below. you go. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man, and talking to us about this. Elijah is a great journalist going out on the front lines, doing stuff that my pretty face is too scared to do because I know what will happen to me if I go out there. So Elijah is taking his 8 out of 10 face and going out there on the it's front a, lines. It's like a 6. It's a 6, but in low light, I'm like a 7.2. Yeah, well, I mean an 8 now. You look better than you did before. <laughs> you were a 6, and now you're yeah. an <laughs> Well, it's, it's the Kylie Jenner. It's, I, Kylie Jenner t- taught me this one Big thing. Lips. said, bigger lips make bigger lips and a bigger butt. I, I, my butt's pretty small. I'm a man, so it's kind of like flat, like a pancake. But my lips, look at these luscious things, ladies. I'm married, but hey, you can still admire, even though you can't touch. <laughs> yeah, you did the, the sucking on the, like, what is it, the vacuum, and then it makes your bi- lips all big? Yeah, this is yeah. all a ploy. I appreciate you, man, coming on. Thank you. It was great right. to have you. And if people want to find you, where can they find you at, too? youtube.com slash slightly offensive just type in slightly offensive in youtube you find all the videos podcasts and insanity cool all right man i'll talk to you later stay safe out there and don't die see you on halloween see you on halloween peace dude we're back we're back everyone wasn't that great it was great. Elijah's a great friend of mine, so it was really cool to have him on, and especially to to have such an amazing story like that that happened last night. I mean, not amazing in the sense that you know him getting beat up is amazing, but just like such such real evidence that every single thing that the left says about these kind of things is wrong. It's just irrefutable evidence. He's out there on the scene. He posts tons of videos. He has his face scars to now prove what the left is doing. And they continue with this insidious lie that these are peaceful protests and that these are people just going and fighting for racial injustices when they're going and stealing from stores and looting and rioting and destroying businesses and shooting people and hurting police officers all over the country. It is an insidious lie from the mainstream media and the left making people believe this. If you take one second and do exactly like Elijah said, you know more than 99% of people because if you take one second to actually do research that most people aren't doing, you can so clearly see that these are violent protests. 
I want to figure out a way to make these protests stop. I don't think they're going to stop. I think that the election is going to have huge ramifications. And I already know I've been talking to police officer friends here in L.A. and they're already getting ready. I mean, they're telling businesses to board up. They are getting ready for people coming out on November 3rd and rioting in the streets, whatever. I mean, you know what happens if a conservative wins, then they're going to be out there rioting um, the left and Antifa and the protesters. So. I had to make sure if I could say that because of our 501c3, but I said it anyway because it's true. And that's what they're preparing for. I don't see a future where conservatives and Republicans are going out and rioting and, and looting in the streets. I just don't see it happening. There have, of course, been riots and, and white people and uh, white, our white supremacists going out there and doing horrible things. We've seen it before. We had a lot of bad people going and doing stuff. But when we see this level of violence, especially within this last year in 2020, when these people are supposed to be social distancing, mind you. But when you see this level of violence happening and it's only coming from the left, it should tell you something about the culture that they represent versus the culture that the right represents. There is a huge difference. Look at that rally that was the, the Virginia gun rights rally where they were talking about the Second Amendment. We had all those Second Amendment supporters come. A lot of conservatives come uh, to the steps of the Virginia Capitol. They were incredibly peaceful. They didn't do anything wrong. There was no I mean, there might have been one guy, whatever. What I'm trying to say is that they didn't really do anything. They were chilling there and it was a peaceful event. Then compare that to how the left protests when they don't get some when something happens that they don't like. They destroy everything. They destroy everything. And it's super sad because Philly's Philly can be a wonderful city. I was just there about a month ago and then they come and destroy it. It sucks. And it makes you not want to ever go outside and it makes you not want to appreciate anything because people have just destroyed everything. So anyway. That's that's what we got to say about that. That was about half of the show already talking about just one thing. But I think it's really important. I think it's really important. And also, what's more important is that I have the sexiest mustache in the world. I think everyone would agree with that. And you guys are calling it a porn stash. It's not a porn stash, okay? Because I have, I have a goatee to go with it. Do you see? I have a goatee as well. So you can go tee the polls. Great. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. You can go, I don't know. Anyway, let's go into the next thing. Abolish my mustache looks mustache. great. My girlfriend, she texted me right before the show. So even if she's texting me now. But she said, Will, I can't even look at the podcast with this mustache on because you look so good. I can't focus on anything you're saying because you're just so hot. I said, I know. I think I know. we need to fact that, check that one. Nah, you don't need to fact check it. I have that effect on people when I have this facial hair. We're going to get into the Prager Force question of the day. Prager Force, if you guys didn't know, is our student program. If you're not a part of Prager Force, I know if you're a listener for a long time, you know about Prager Force. If you're a new listener, Prager Force is our student program. You can text the word Prager Force to 64600 to get involved, learn from the experts in the industry, get digital marketing experience, get to connect with international students, potentially get internships and jobs through Prager Force. It's awesome. You should definitely join. Taylor's going to drop a link down below so that you guys can join as well. But you can also just text Prager Force to 64600. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate it. Taylor is not a part of Prager Force, but he, he has always wanted to be, he tells me. But we're going to get into the question. Every single week I have Prager Force students ask me a question, and this week it is from Sarah Callahan. She said, as a Christian, how do you determine when to speak up about your political views? I am a Christian with many leftist friends, and my ultimate goal is to lead them closer to Christ. But whenever I speak up about my political views, I get called all of the names, homophobe, transphobe, racist, cracker, sexist, etc., I want to share my political views, but I don't want to turn any way, anyone away from Christ because of them. 
It's a very good question, Sarah. Thank you for that. And I think it's really important because we all think about, like, we see how the left is. I mean, again, look at the protests. We see how they handle people who disagree with them. They destroy things. They get very angry, and they want to hurt people. When they see injustice, then they want to go out there, and this is how they react to this kind of stuff. Conservatives aren't like that. Conservatives, on average, for the most part, are pretty pe we're peacemakers, okay? We don't want to go out and riot. We don't want to make people upset. We don't want to really hurt people's feelings all that much, you know? I, I would say so. I don't really want to hurt people's feelings. If I have to, I will, but I don't really want to. And so in terms of a, a Christ perspective, I wanted to bring it to a biblical from some scripture, Matthew 23, 33, where Jesus says, You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape being condemned to hell? And I bring this up. I was talking to my girlfriend's dad about this too, and we were going over this before, and he was very helpful with this question. But I bring this up because... When Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, he wasn't being nice or being coy or having them kind of walk all over him. I mean, he was stern with them. He told them that. I mean, you just read that. That's what Jesus said. I mean, he was very stern with them. So when faced with evil people or people who are trying to hurt you or have evil ideas, you need to stand up. You know, people say that, you know, a lot of Christians are too soft or they don't do enough or they just all about loving and things. And of course, you are commanded to love, but you are also commanded to speak truth when you know truth. You should be speaking truth out in the world, you know. And so when you are confronted by these people, Sarah, who are talking to you about uh, all these leftist thought about abortion and, and racism and calling you all these names and things, and they're talking about evil things, truly evil things, then you need to be, first of all, caught up on your facts, because if you're not caught up on your facts or you're not caught up on the right information, then you can't actually speak truth. But you need to not be afraid to speak the real truth, okay? There's, there's no excuses for if you know the truth, you're not going out there and actually speaking it to other people. If you know something that other people should know, you should be out there speaking that as well. Speaking the truth is the most important thing that you can do. It really is. You should be going out there and speaking the truth every single day. No matter what these people say, they're going to say bad things about you. That's just how it is, okay? These people are going to call you a homophobe or a transphobe or a cracker, racist, whatever it might be. They're going to call you these things regardless. But that doesn't mean that you stop speaking truth. Jesus didn't. You continue to speak truth, and people's minds will be woken up. People's minds will change. I mean, that's how it was for me when I heard people actually speaking truth. I didn't change my mind from being a liberal to being a conservative because I saw a bunch of conservatives not speaking up or being weak or not actually speaking truth or lying. It's because I saw conservatives who were brave going out there on the front lines and talking to people who disagreed with them in the right way with their facts straight confidently. So you need to be that person as well. I know it feels like you'll, you'll, you'll lose friends and it's going to be hard for you, but I promise you it's going to make your life better. It's going to make your life a lot better. So there's our Prager Force question of the day. Hope that answers your question, Sarah. Be brave. Just be brave. And it's going to make your life a whole lot better. Now we're going to go into Scholastic. This is our, our debunk of the week, I guess you could say. Are we going to call it debunk of the week? I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with calling it Debunk of the Week. Scholastic. All you guys know Scholastic, right? It's the, the publishing company that puts out all the books. If you were in school within the last 20 years, you know what Scholastic is. You've seen that little logo with the red thing, with the red book, and it's very recognizable. So many books come out from Scholastic. They're a huge publisher, and they put out a lot of different informa information. Now, 
they have decided to put out some lesson plans and things that I'm sure a lot of teachers are going to use across the nation. You know, this is why teachers don't want you to see what your kids are learning on Zoom, because here's some of the excuse me, here's some of the things that your students are going to be learning, okay? They do a whole guide for voting, and they talk about Republican President Donald Trump, and then they talk about Democrat nominee Joe Biden. And they say what these people believe. And I just want, I want to go through some of these so that you guys can see the, the amount of bias, okay? And this is teaching to little kids, okay? Quick facts. Age 74. He is 74. Okay, here's where... Donald Trump stands on the issues of racism. The long history of unjust treatment of black people in America is a major focus of the, the election. Um, let's see. In June, President Trump signed an executive order encouraging police departments to change how they train officers and use force. But overall, he has defended law enforcement, opposed protesters' calls for reform, and taken an aggressive stance against a largely peaceful demonstrations. Here we go again. This is what they're teaching your kids. They're teaching your kids that these are peaceful demonstrations. It's a load of crap. It's all garbage. And they're teaching it to your kids at every single school, in the, not every single school, but many schools in the nation using this scholastic learning thing. Here's some more. Local officials say that those officers legally are in July, for instance, he sent federal police to Portland, Oregon to break up rallies there. Local officials say those officers illegally detain protesters and spark violence. They don't they say local officials. You should be saying Democrat leftist losers in Portland who don't understand that when you're destroying your city, you there are consequences and got arrested for it. And then they're saying local officials say those officers illegally detain protesters. Yeah, give me a break. Many people see the president's response to the protest as part of a pattern of racism. Wow. He has repeatedly made racist statements and at times shown support for people who promote white supremacy. Can you believe this? This is what they're teaching your kids. This is nuts. This is going into your schools. I mean, this just, it just affirms for me. So, future wife, future children, hope you're listening. Um homeschool children most likely i mean this stuff is absolutely insane how can you think that there is no bias at your public schools you know i was talking about that video the last week with the guy talking about prager you and public schools and how they're brainwashing your kids it's like this is the mainstream the left is the mainstream culture within schools saying that they have that trump is a white supremacist within your school how do you think that's going to influence the next generation? Conservatives, we can have Trump in office. We can have the most conservative Ronald Reagan-esque president in the world in the next four years or the, even the next four years after that, right? And have Congress be totally conservative and totally on board and get a million things done, right? And do all these different things. But it doesn't matter. None of it matters. I'm telling you guys, none of it matters because if we as conservatives don't speak up about what's happening in education, this stupid garbage... We're going to lose everything in a matter of years because then the entire next generation are going to be a bunch of lefties. They're going to be a bunch of socialist communists who think anyone who disagrees with them is a white supremacist. We have to wake these people up and educate them. Do not use this scholastic stuff if you're a teacher. I'm just telling you right now. Don't use this stuff. Uh, it's racist. Here's what else. Trump says he is not a racist, however, and that he has worked to help Americans of color. He says a strong pre-pandemic economy, which featured record low unemployment, is evidence of that. He also points to a criminal justice reform bill. Uh, yeah. Here's what Trump is saying on Twitter. Schools must open in the fall. Make America great again. Democrats want to defund and abolish police. This despite poor crime numbers in cities that they run. Crazy. 
Here's a, here's a more general overview of both of them. Uh, the pandemic, racial justice, they go into all of them. And it, I'm not going to read all of them because there's a lot. I want you guys, I urge you, Taylor, you have the link. You can drop it in. You already dropped it in? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you guys can go and look at all this for yourself, okay? Because it's a lot for me to just go over all these and, and do it. But I just want you guys to see a little bit. Like, let's go, let's play a little bingo, shall we? Let's click climate change. Climate change. What does Trump think about tr climate change? President Donald Trump has questioned how much human activity is to blame for climate change and how much of an emergency it is. Scientists say human activity is largely to blame for climate change. Do they? Do they know? When people burn fossil fuels like oil, coal, and gas to power homes, businesses, and cars, carbon dioxide and other heat-trapping greenhouse gases are released into Earth's atmosphere. That's driving climate change, experts say. If carbon levels aren't drastically cut, scientists warn, Earth's average temperature will continue to increase, sea levels will continue to rise, and the number of extreme weather events such as droughts and wildfires will grow. That's not what they're saying. That's not what scientists are saying. I'm telling you right now, that's not what scientists are saying. If, if the people at Scholastic did even a, a monic, what is the word I'm looking for? Modicum of research. Modicum. Is that right? That's a good word. What is that the word? That's a word, right? Yeah. Small a mo portion. Modicum of research. Wow, I am genius. This my mustache makes me smart. Yeah. If these people scholastic Flexing on the scholastic people. Yeah <laughs> Yeah I'm gonna drop a diss track on scholastic Bars But if the people at scholastic did a modicum Of research They would have seen that the ICPP report Which is the report that's put out by the United Nations Scientists Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Showed that there is no there, There's no climate disaster In the future happening That's what they said Those are the conclusions that they came to It's not to say that it's impossible but it's basically saying something would have to completely drastically change for anything like that to happen. It's just not happening. Trump has said he doesn't want Americans to pay more money for products as a result of policies meant to reduce greenhouse gases. In 2017, he announced that the U.S. would withdraw from the Paris Agreement. Great move. International pact to limit global carbon emissions. He said remaining in the pact would hurt our economy. Since taking office, the president has worked to repeal more than 100 environmental regulations. <laughs> Calling them needlessly burdensome for the fossil fuel industry. Many of those rules were meant to limit greenhouse gas emissions. In addition, he wants to expand fossil fuel drilling in the United States and approve projects to increase oil and gas production. Right. Because natural gas is a great thing. Natural gas is a great thing. It provides a ton of energy for us. Nuclear is a great thing. I wish that he would expand a little bit more on nuclear as well. That would be my, my energy diagnosis for the administration. But it, the way that, I mean, you can read this, okay? This isn't the most egregious. I mean, you can go on Twitter and see much more egregious, disgusting, horrible things said about Donald Trump, okay? Obviously. But it's the way that these things are said, okay? It's the way that these things are said. I want, let's, can we compare it to Biden? Where do I find Biden? The candidates, Joe Biden. Let's see what he said. Oh, it's a good, come on, man. How does he say it? Listen here, fat. This is <laughs> listen here, fat. I love that. That is the funniest thing ever. Listen here, fat. Just calling someone fat. Like, I know. Not as a like description, but like a noun. Like your name is fat. I know. It's but it's so funny. Like I don't care if it's mean. Like that that makes me kind of respect fat. him a little bit because it's just so funny. Of all the obscure things. Of, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I can't talk. I know there's a lot more going on with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden right now, but I can't. We're a 501c3 organization. And I can't talk this, about this that. Is, this segment is about Scholastic's 
coverage. Yes, this is about Scholastic's coverage. Everything. Yes. And we see how they frame it. They're incredibly biased and they're losers. It reads like a Teen Vogue article. I know, seriously. Not a neutral source of information for your K-12 to children around the country. This is for your K-12 to children. I don't have any. But if I did, I wouldn't let them read this. Here's how... Let's, or let's go back to racial justice, too. Oh, man. If they could only just look at his record... Let's see, crime bill and things he said, whatever. Okay, let's let's look at what Scholastic. <laughs> let's look at what Scholastic. It's about what Scholastic chooses to. Yeah, it's what about it's what about Scholastic about what Scholastic chooses. Um, this past spring, in the wake of police killings of Black Americans, huge protests erupted. Um, many Americans have already. Joe Biden has said racism is a problem that needs urgent attention in the U.S. He acknowledges the inequality between black people and white people is a result Capital B. Black, yes, black. Not black. Not black. It's black. 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 And the white and the W in white is lowercase. Yeah, why is that? I don't get that. It's a, I, new, it's a new woke thing. Everyone's capitalizing black. I, that's stupid. It should all be. They're either also, you all capitalize them or you... Use the Latinx... Thing in this Latinx? literature as well, yeah. Is it capitalized? I think it's Latinx is how you pronounce it. It's not Latinx. <laughs> educate yourself. <laughs> it I don't is. read That's enough Scholastic people... <laughs> to know. Yeah, I guess not. You no way. It's Latinx. Educate yourself so that you're sensitive to these. It's issues. Latinx. There could be Latinx individuals. <laughs> Are there Latinx in this chat? Uh, Latinx chat. That you're not using the appropriate pronunciation of their terminology. All my Latinx in chat, please come and hola for uh, for Latinx in chat. It's definitely Latinx. It's got to be I've Latinx. I've heard Latinx. I've never. That sounds like Latwinx. That's it's. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> and I don't. I don't know anything. I about mean, there that. is an encyclopedia, a social justice encyclopedia somewhere to, that we can to keep up with all this. But, That's uh, so much. Um. Okay. Wait. Let's just go back into. This. Sorry, we got a little off track with Latinx. Uh, still, Biden has been strongly criticized for his record on race. While he supports civil rights laws, Senator in 1989, he championed legislation that hurt black Americans. He wrote in support of tough on crime laws requiring long prison sentences, including for beer. Okay, look, that's actually good. They put that part in. They put that part in about his record. I would, That's very shocking that they actually put that in. Last year, Biden expressed regret for criminal justice laws he championed the Senate that have contributed to racial injustice. Going forward, he says he is committed to rooting out racism in the criminal justice system from policing practices to sentencing laws. Uh, more about what he does. Uh, yeah. So the end here, We have, let's look at the ending. Because the ending here, very positive. Very positive for the leftist candidate. The ending for Trump was not so positive. It was actually very negative. They said he was a white supremacist. Here it says that you can just apologize for this and be totally fine. 47 years in office, and now he's going to change things, right? That's, that's how it goes. Economy. Joe Biden <laughs> believes that to save the economy, the U.S. government must... I'm just interested kind of now looking through this. The U.S. government must provide businesses more help to safely reopen. Or just open them. Just open them. Why not just open them? That's a good idea. Or just keep them closed forever. Or at least until after November 3rd. Biden says he will hold businesses accountable for following safety standards to protect workers. He also pledges to create a national group to trace the personal contacts of people who become infected. A national group to trace the personal contacts? What is this, communist China? That's horrible. I don't know if 
if you're a kid and you see that, what are you going to think about that? I don't know. Okay, anyway, I, I'm done looking through this. You guys can look through it if you want. But regardless, you guys see on this kind of stuff that it's very, very biased towards President Trump or negative, <laughs> negatively biased towards President Trump right now. And they're teaching this in, all, in many schools across the country using Scholastic. It's a huge publisher, and they use these lessons. I'm sure my sister, you know, she's a school teacher. I'm sure she uses Scholastic for stuff as well. So it's no, it's no surprise to me. I just want to show you guys this because you have no idea what they're teaching kids in school. I mean, we really have no idea. I don't, I'm not there, obviously, and I have no idea what they're teaching. This is the only insight that I have into what they're teaching, and it's scary stuff. It's really scary stuff. It makes me want to homeschool my kids. All right. You guys want to watch something really scary? Oh, there's so much to talk about today. Maybe I'm going to save this other one. I'm going to save this this kid for next week. I'm going to save this kid for next week because I really wanted to talk about this abortion stuff. Because I think this is really important that no one is talking about it. So I, didn't, I haven't seen anyone talk about this stuff with abortion really in the news at all. I need to make my camera a little bit smaller. But you can see, Hungary signs Trump anti-abortion declaration with Poland and Belarus. This just came out yesterday that I saw it. So you have all these countries. It's not just these countries. These are the only three European countries that actually signed this. But 32 countries signed this anti-abortion declaration. How awesome is that? It's some finally some good news for your Wednesday afternoon because everything is just so horrible. I mean, we just went over a bunch of horrible news. Riots and looting and, and uh, scholastic brainwashing your kids. But now this is great news. This is amazing news that this is happening. Hungary, together with 31 other countries, assigned anti-abortion declaration. Guardian reports commenting on the signing. Hungary's family affairs minister said that Hungary has joined the initiative to show the value of life. So as the world continues to be more conservative, these Western European countries and America continue to go into the culture of leftism and not value human life. They don't value human life at all. But these other countries around the world are laughing at America, wondering why we do this. Have you guys seen what has happened or what they do in countries like Sweden with abortion? It's absolutely disgusting. You ever wonder, or probably not, unless you guys are from Sweden, you wouldn't know this. But in Sweden, there are no people with Down syndrome. There are no people in Sweden with Down syndrome. I mean, there's probably a couple, but there's practically virtually zero people in Sweden with Down syndrome. Do you know why that is? They abort anyone with Down syndrome in Sweden. What a horrible thing to do. Sweden is supposed to be this place that's a wonderful country, and it's always looked to as such a progressive, amazing place. And this is progressive, but it's more regressive. You are taking away people's lives. They do these prenatal screenings. They do this in Iceland, too, and some other uh, these European countries. Denmark, I believe, as well, has a very high rate of, aborting, uh, of abortion for uh, people with or children with mental illnesses. But they do these prenatal screenings to tell whether or not someone has Down syndrome in a country like Sweden, and then they abort them. They abort them. Not every single woman does these prenatal screenings. It's about 85%, it says here, uh, according to Lance Spitali University Hospital. And it comes down here. Look, 67% in uh, the United States, an estimated termination rate for Down syndrome is 67%. France, 77%. Denmark, 98%. And in Sweden, it was close to 100%. I can't find it where it is on here, but I was just, I was just looking at it. Anyway, what a absolutely 
disgusting thing. So you have these countries who are considered the most civilized countries in the world. They're so progressive and they're doing such amazing things, yet they're killing thousands and thousands of people. I mean, millions of children every single year. What a disgusting thing. I just had to show that with you guys because a lot of people don't know what's going on in these European countries. They point to them as these great beacons of hope and beacons of amazing stuff happening around the world. And they are literally, it's, it's like genocide. It is literally genocide. They find people within the womb still who have a mental condition and then they abort them. In Denmark, up to 98% of the time. What are you supposed to make of that? I mean, what? A, I, I don't really know what else to say about it. Just that Denmark, you're disgusting for doing something like that. All the other countries who are so high on that list are absolutely disgusting. Even America having a 67% rate is a disgusting thing. I mean, I can't believe that either. 67% of people with Down syndrome in the prenatal screenings are aborted? That's horrible. That's a horrible, terrible thing. Anyway, it just feels evil to me. It just feels evil and gross. Don't you feel, Taylor? Like, you're like, they look, and instead of appreciating that this person can have an amazing life, they just abort them. When I was in Boy Scouts, you know, you guys know I'm a Boy Scout, got my Eagle Scout. We had a few people in my troop who had uh, mental illnesses themselves, and one of them had Down syndrome really bad. And this kid got his Eagle Scout. I mean, I, I it should be no concern to me, or it shouldn't even be something that I have to bring up to tell you guys the the value of life of someone who has Down syndrome or some other mental illness. It should I shouldn't even have to say it. It's like such an obvious thing that these people have value within the world, right? And to think that people can see that and say, okay, my baby has Down syndrome. I'm going to murder it. I'm going to kill it. Before it's even born or has the opportunity to make something of its life or do anything, you kill it is such a disgusting, horrible thing. So for these other 32 countries, I applaud you. You're doing a wonderful thing. For all you countries like Denmark and Sweden, Iceland, even here in the United States, doing France, doing this, uh, this massive amount of abortion, shame on you. It's absolutely disgusting and, and it's, yeah, it's gross. It's really gross and it's evil. It's evil. There's not a better word for it. It's evil. Okay, let's get into the next thing. I said this was good news and then I turn it around into something <laughs> like so, like so horrible. Um, hard transition out. Yeah, hard transition. Anyway, guys, you want to see a picture of my dog? No, it's very sad. It's horrible. It's very horrible and I hate to talk about all this sad stuff, but... You gotta world look evil is, in the face. You gotta look evil in the face, just like Jesus did. That's what I was talking about earlier, right? When people are doing evil things, you must also be stern and say these things to people. Don't let them push you all over the place or walk all over you. Be stern in the things that you believe. It doesn't mean you're an asshole, but you're just nice to these. You can do say things in a nice way that is also stern and getting your point across with the truth. It's very important that you do that. Are you adding questions in? People are asking for dog pictures now, so... They're asking for well, pictures? drawing behind you. That's a picture of me and my dog. Well, not... That's a picture... Someone drew it to me. It's my a favorite picture. picture. It's my... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite picture ever. It's hard to see, and I can't move the camera. Or I'm going to have to redo all this stuff. It's going to take forever. But just know that it's a picture of some that someone drew of me, of, of me and my puppy, Charlie, back in Colorado. And it's amazing. I love it. It's, it actually really, really looks like the picture. It really looks like me. They could have added a mustache to make it, you know, safe or uh, better looking. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. No tubing inning on camera, said Michael Burkhardt. Yeah, I'm going to try not to. It gets a little difficult sometimes, but I'm, uh, I'm going to try and contain myself. 
you just you guys just don't want to know what Taylor's doing on the other side of the screen that you can't see. Tubing in all over there. Gross. Uh Kalaku Kun said, What kind of dog? Rocky is my dog and he's a Mastiff uh lab mix. He's super cute. He's adorable. Even Dennis Prager said he had a lovable face. So he's a he's a very good looking dog. Can we play I'm gonna get into let's do this quiz. You wanna do the quiz, Taylor? You already did the quiz, huh? I did a few. You did a few? Okay, here's the quiz. It's basically can you tell a Trump fridge from a Biden fridge, and you guys are going to play this with me. This will be the last thing we do today. This is the smartest, coolest, most great use of New York Times, uh, <laughs> you know, time and energy. Exactly. Ever. This is what, you know, that premium journalism is all about. This sounds like something the Will Witt podcast would come up with, and yet it's here they are, New York Times. I know. It's New York Times, you're supposed to be smart people. But uh, no. Now we're guessing people's political affiliations based off of their refrigerator picture. All right, guys. This first one. What do you see? There's a lemon. It's a little sour. I'm going to go with Biden. I'm going to go with Biden for the first one. Nice try. It's a Trump fridge? Unbelievable. Okay, this one has Danimals. It's obviously a child. So, Biden. Another Trump fridge? Wow. Leftists don't have children, so... they're they're all city elites. Yeah. So. Okay. This person has three bottles of creamer. They have three bottles of creamer and some potatoes. This person is a sicko. This person's a psychopath. They That's mu- just a pervert, right there. Yeah. That's just a freak. What are you doing with all they that? Probably cream? have a porn stash like yeah. yours. <laughs> Who needs all that cream? Biden. Before we before we reveal the answer, tap an object that suggests this is a Biden fridge. Um, half and half because half of the time Biden can't even remember where he is got him what (laughs) it's a Trump fridge too okay oh wow this is this fridge looks disgusting this one's for sure going to be a Trump fridge I can guarantee you it's going to be a Trump fridge I already tell you it looks disgusting though I'm going to say it's a Biden fridge oh it's a Trump fridge how I should have known watermelon are they trying to like bait racism or something? Who, wh- this person has four cartons of eggs, four cartons of eggs and a bowl eggs. full of eggs, mind you. I don't trust anyone with that many eggs in their fridge. And what is that on top? Original whipped cream, whipped cream, eggs, and water. How many <laughs> bottles of whipped cream is that? <laughs> I don't know, like six bottles of whipped cream. This and d- diet and diet coke. This person is some sort of weird sexual deviant, it seems, <laughs> with cracking eggs on themselves. I don't know. A prankster going around prankster. throwing eggs at people and whipped creaming their yeah. houses. I'm going to say Biden. Every single fridge has been a Trump fridge. Give me, like... <sighs> okay. This one is going to be a Trump fridge, too, because it looks disgusting. And they're going to say, oh, Trump voters have disgusting fridges. This one says spread. It has to be a Biden fridge because the left spreads fake news. I'm going to say Biden. Before we reveal an answer, tap an object. Um, Salami. You're right. It's a Biden fridge. Biden likes salami, I guess. Biden fans. Um, This one's pretty basic. I don't know. I'm going to say. But you got to like you got to try to like read into what they're like, you know, trying to imply with these like, okay, poor underprivileged people are, you know, Biden voters, you know, or they're they're trying to do on the left. I think so. And then like I get that. 
you know. Well, the dirty the dumb people like, with lots of soda and butter and stuff. <laughs> that that has to be the Trump people because they're not health conscious and cosmopolitan like us. That's right. They're I idiots. That's probably the slant that the New York Times. Well, this person has eggs and like some organic nonsense. So yeah. So it's Biden. probably Biden. You're right. Wow. How how See, that's how I went like eight out of ten on my first ten because I just used that lens. This isn't a fridge. This is like a box. <laughs> so I said, what? If there's kombucha, it's probably Biden. <laughs> what do you mean? I love kombucha. Kombucha is amazing. Well, kombucha is my favorite. Do you want to tell us who you're? No, I'm not telling you. Uh, you can see. We it need to polls. see a Will Witt, uh fridge photo. Actually, I'll show you guys my fridge. It's full of frozen Chipotle. Yeah, it's frozen, <laughs> frozen Chipotle. That's the only thing in my fridge. Um, what does that say? What is that? Cow milk? What does that say? I can't. Butter. It's canola oil. Um, only a Biden supporter would use canola oil. Oh, well, okay. Hope you guys aren't using canola oil. Get some real butter. Get some Tillamook creamy extra salted butter. Uh, this one has, is that hummus? Um, shredded cheese. See, hummus is kind of sophisticated. That's, That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's hummus, though. I think I messed up. Eggs. Um, I'm going to guess Biden. Before we reveal an answer, there's a Biden fridge because they have, I don't know, whatever this is. It's a, I met, you guessed nine times and got two correct. Nice. <laughs> oh, this, this one looks disgusting. There's like a nasty towel in it. And like ranch all over the place. This one's going to be Trump. Think? It's obviously going to be they're Trump. They're saying Trump supporters are slobs? Yeah, they're saying Trump. Look. Or is it? Yup, it's a Trump. Okay. Of course. Of course it is. This person, can you see them on the screen too, Taylor? Or is it like delayed? I can see can it. You? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you can look. This one has four buckets, or not buckets, four vials. This is some weird green juice. I don't know what that is. I couldn't. I couldn't tell Some you. Antifreeze is yeah. <laughs> antifreeze. Oh, poison must be a Trump supporter. Wife away. <laughs> and then this person. What? This person is a serious psychopath. Look, all these veggies and fruits, in no bags. They just shove them in a okay, bottom so drawer. Okay, so you know what it is? It's someone who's really concerned about climate change, and they That's have true. cosmopolitan values, and they have all their. Well, then it must uh, be Biden. Fruits and veggies. So who does that? What kind of sicko does that? Someone who wants to. You're right. That's right. Sicko. I'm telling you. Just yeah, you sick. Think about freak. what, that's what this whole point of this is. Think about what the New York Times is trying to portray with these photos. How many? I don't know how long it goes. Yeah, how I don't many know. Have you done? I'll do two more. I'll do like two more. This All person right. has Kool-Aid. Are they trying to bait us? I don't know. Milk. Uh, eggs. I don't know. This one looks pretty normal. Maybe it's a Trump fridge. Uh, Trump's people like milk, don't we? I like milk. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, if it's cow's milk, yeah, if it's and cow. it's not like oat milk or some <laughs> soy milk, yeah, soy boy stuff, then um, this one has watermelon, sour cream, big Tupperware, um, butter. I don't know. What are you saying? What are you saying? He's probably. Let's drunk. go. I was going Biden. You're going Biden. All right, yeah. let's Biden. I told uh, you, Taylor. You idiot. Touche. All right, last one. Ooh, Bud, Bud Light. Oh, this is a man of culture but right America. here. This is, this is Trump for America. sure. This has got to be Trump. It's liquid America. That's right. I knew it. Oh, this is this one. Wait, what? <laughs> this is someone's like office fridge. That's not. I know. That's not. Is it? Ha I, that's sad. Only someone who 
is a leftist would keep a styrofoam cup in the fridge like that with two other things. Oh, well, okay. I'm done with this game. We're done with this game, but it was a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And also, that is the end of the show today. That's the end of the show today. We really appreciate you tuning in. Remember, if you like this podcast, I just realized that all the people who only listen to this aren't going to be able to see any of those pictures that we just did. Well, you know, they can skip ahead like we, we skip the ads on other yeah. podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Ads, so. so sorry for people uh, listening, but thank you to people who are watching right now. We really appreciate it. Share this podcast with, Pat, podcast with your friends, of course. Remember to rate it five stars on any podcast app that you listen to. Write a nice comment. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. helps us reach even more of an audience, especially right now. We're being heavily censored on Facebook. We are reaching 1% of our audience on Facebook. We're being suppressed on YouTube, suppressed on Instagram. We don't mean to sound like some crybaby conservatives coming on and just whatever about social media censorship and big tech bias. We're it's it's pretty serious stuff, and I'm sure that once the election is over, things will get better, but for now, things are very hard. So you sharing this, liking, commenting on this really helps us out. Really appreciate it, and I will see you guys next week. And look out for Will's new comedy sketch on Halloween coming out in a couple days. Yes, Friday. we have a very funny sketch coming out based on a show that you guys might know and love. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. This is Will Witt and Taylor signing off. Peace.